Welcome to Wikipedia Radio. Wikipedia Radio is sponsored by Equipping the Persecuted. Galatians 6.10 says, Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. Equipping the Persecuted fully embodies this verse as they aid and equip some of the most precious of the household of faith in Nigeria. They give physical aid, spiritual training, set up alarm towers to alert of dangerous invasions. They build schools and orphanages in Nigeria. If there is a need for the persecuted Christians in Nigeria, equipping the persecuted meets it. And you can partner with this worthwhile mission and find out more at equippingthepersecuted.org. Once again, that's equippingthepersecuted.org. I'm your host, Pastor Sam, and today's episode of the Wikipedia. Radio, we are going to be going over quite the interesting topic because we're going to be getting into this whole idea of Christian colleges. That's right. You heard that right. Christian colleges that support Planned Parenthood. But before we do that, we need to introduce our wonderful team. So how are you doing today, Kyle? Mr. Witt, how are you doing? I'm doing great today, Sam. Uh, I'm glad to be here, though this is not the most... uh nice subject to have to talk about but it's important to bring up uh but looking forward to getting into it yeah yeah you're you're right this isn't necessarily the subject that we want to be talking about this isn't the subject we, 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 we love or anything like that but it is something that's necessary and there's probably not too many people who are willing to talk about it and talking about a guy who's you know willing to talk about any subject at least in a sam- small sample size. Uh, Pastor Micah, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well, Pastor Sam. It's uh, it's great to be here with you guys. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing pretty well. Um, this is disappointing news that there are Christian colleges that are supporting Planned Parenthood. Ridiculous stuff. But um, I'm glad that we get the chance to uh, go through and expose the deeds of darkness to light um, and to shine um, what Christ has to say on on the subject. So I'm looking forward to talking with you guys. Yeah, definitely excited about that. And, uh, you, you know, Kyle, I know that you've you've recently been talking to some some pro-life organizations and reaching out. Mm-hmm. And I know this is a subject that's uh, near and dear to all of our hearts. But uh, having some feet on the ground here recently, is there a, is there a message just j- just in the positive light of of standing for life that you want to want to go and give to our listeners today? Well, I want to encourage people and we're going to continue to encourage people. And that's why I was meeting with uh, this specific organization, we want to start highlighting them. Uh, so if you know of good pro-life organizations and by pro-life, I mean, legitimately standing against abortion, not creating exceptions, not expanding what that means, but specifically focused on ending abortion, send them to us at contact at gmail.com. But there are people doing real heavy lifting out there on college campuses, fighting against these things and saving lives. So there is positive, but right now we got to talk about some of the negative. That's right. We we do need to talk about some of the negative because the, the reality of it is, is that we can't really stand for what's right unless we oppose what is wrong. There's a lot of people who think that you can go and just stand for what is right and never oppose what is wrong, but you can't mm. do that. You must do both simultaneously. And yes. you know, one of the things I, I, I love about our sponsors, equipping the persecuted, is that they do exactly that. They, they stand for what is right. They, they really do. In fact, 
in the spring, they have uh, pastors conferences where they go out and they uh, train pastors and they encourage pastors. They, they go and they, they, they put on an incredible conference, probably one of the best conferences in Nigeria where they uh, really treat the Nigerian pastors well and, and throw a big dinner for them and stuff like that. And something that they, they don't get appreciated, these Nigerian pastors who are literally standing in the gap and putting their life on the line for Jesus mm, Christ. That's it, right. And they go and they throw this conference for them to help train them and also encourage them spiritually to keep on and to keep standing strong. But then they also do uh, a trip in the fall, basically every year. It's, it's at least two trips that they make every year where it's a little bit more of the, I mean, there's still boots on the ground when they go in the spring. But, but it's really more boots on the ground. Um, in fact, the, the, the trip that they're just getting ready to go on, they're going to be opening up uh, the orphanage uh, that you guys have been supporting. Uh, they're going to be going and doing trauma training with Five Stones Ministry. They're going to be going and doing um, more medical training over it with taking care of a big typhoid uh, outbreak there at one of the uh, IDP camps. And uh, they're going to be going and in, in encouraging pastors' wives, uh, well, pastors' widows, uh, those who mm. had their husbands murdered and martyred for Jesus Christ. They've got a team going. Uh, this is something that's new, that they're going to be going and encouraging them over there. And so, I, I mean, this is just an incredible ministry. They stand up for what is right. And, of course, they stand against what is wrong. And, and it is just yeah. such a valuable, important ministry. But they do need your help. They, they need all of our help and all of our support. So, first of all, we need to be praying for them. It is a dangerous, dangerous thing. Yeah. And that they're going over there. I mean, this is very dangerous what they're doing. They're literally putting their lives on the line, but also they, they do need our financial support. And, you know, James, the book mm -hmm. of James tells us that the double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. But a lot of times we don't think about what the double-minded man is. The double-minded man is the one who doesn't have faith with his prayer, who says just empty words, but doesn't actually believe them. Now we know from the book of Hebrews chapter 11, that real faith has real evidences. So if we're going to truly pray for equipping the persecuted, we should be willing, if God has given us, you know, made us able, I'm not saying take your tithe or anything like that, because you need to be given to your local church. But if God has, has given you some extra and has burdened you on your in your heart for this ministry, be willing to give to this ministry because they still need to raise some funds to go forward to really go and minister to these these widows uh, the, of martyrs in Nigeria mm -hmm. to go and to uh, minister to the orphans, to go and minister to this typhoid outbreak, to go and to minister to those who are going to receive trauma training, uh, to know what to do when attacks do come from radical Muslims who come down and, and just destroy people's lives in their villages and take people's lives. Also, they're in Nigeria. And so you need, you need to be praying for them, but also you need to be giving. This is one of the few ministries that that really is making an incredible impact and a difference. Uh, yeah. Kyle, do you got anything to add to that? Well, just go on to equippingthepersecuted.org. Consider donating. And by consider, I don't just mean think about it. I mean, pray about it. I mean, take that money uh, that you're going to be investing in missions and really pray about it and see if, Equipping the Persecuted is the right ministry to give it to. Uh, ironically, today I was looking at a missions organization, a budget of almost $500 million a year. And they're complaining about how they have to be cutting missionaries and cutting missions work. 
because they don't have enough money. People, Sam listed off all the things that Equipping the Persecuted is doing. We talked last week with Judd about what they're doing. And the money they need to do all that, $30,000. Not half a billion dollars. $30,000 accomplishes all that. That's a lot. A lot of bang for your buck. So please consider investing in that because it is really advancing true kingdom work, truly caring for widows and orphans in their distress. That's right. I mean, the the Lord has commanded us to care for the orphans and for the widows and for the poor. And who on earth is more in need of our help than people who are quite literally on the front lines for the Christian faith in Nigeria right now, who are being killed uh, en masse by Muslim terrorists. Um, These are the people who could really, really use your help. And so um, I just want to encourage you guys. um, This is a, this is a worthy ministry to give to. And I don't say that lightly. Um, I say that as someone who's, who's careful with where my money goes. Um, This is an organization that is going to use your money to the fullest to do exactly what um, equipping the persecuted says that it's going to do, which is to support these people in their times of need. Um, and Amen. so uh, absolutely pray about it um, and donate on the website, equipping the persecuted.org. Well, it, now that you've got quite a bit of weighty stuff to pray about when it comes to equipping the persecuted, <laughs> I'm going to give you one lighter prayer request uh, that you can remember as well. And that is because, you know, Judd is a good friend of ours. And I, I, I know this about Judd. Judd does not like beards. And yet when he goes <laughs> to Nigeria, he has to grow a beard. And he doesn't like the way it feels. It gets all itchy for him. I don't have that problem. <laughs> so I don't understand it. But you can be praying for Judd because he is going to be uncomfortable while he's With in Nigeria. So if you need just something to lighten your prayer time, it's something that will help a brother out. and It'll maybe bring a smile while you got this weight of what you're praying for when it comes to equipping the persecuted. Sometimes you just need to smile when you're thinking about all of these tough things. I'm not saying don't think about these tough things. Think about these tough things, but also pray for Judd, pray for his beard. That's the least of his worries, but still pray for that because that's something that might bug him. Now, <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's hard to make a good transition after saying that. So we're going to be right back. After we hear from our good friends over at Equipping the Persecuted, because we want to make sure you know that it is important to support this ministry. So we'll be right back after this quick break. Are you looking for a theological education, but you don't have the money, the time, or it's just too complicated with current circumstances for you? Well, I'd encourage you to go check out RussellTFuller.com. Dr. Fuller has stood firm in the face of wokeness. He's proven himself faithful. He's proven himself equipped. And he has put together a team at RussellTFuller.com that are providing theological education. This semester, they've been offering classes like Hebrew, Greek, Old Testament theology, Pentateuch, 1st, 2nd Peter, evangelism. They are accessible. They're done over Zoom. Uh, It doesn't have the same kind of grading and difficulty that you're going to reach. It's about getting you educated. They're recorded, so if you miss a class, you can catch up. Again, he wants you to be equipped. So if you want to be equipped, go to Russell T. Fuller. Dot com. 
Welcome back to Wikipedia Radio. And in today's episode, we are going to be discussing this this really sad story that that came across our our newsfeed that 23 Christian, and I say Christian fairly lightly here, uh, colleges that they have ties with Planned Parenthood. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, you heard that right. These are 23 Christian Christian colleges that have ties with Planned Parenthood. And, and, and before we really get into this, I, I do want to just say this in, in case you're curious, because there is some confusion I know out there. Some people really believe some dumb narratives and things like that. The position of God and the position of the Bible is pro-life. That life, it, it actually begins before conception because of Jeremiah. We can see that God knew Jeremiah before he was in the womb. But the soonest that we can recognize it is at the point of conception. And so we should. And so that is the biblical side of things. Now, and perhaps you're not familiar. Perhaps you've, you've had your head buried in the sand and you don't know. Planned Parenthood murders babies, which, which actually yeah. is a surprise to some people. Uh, I, I remember one time I was standing outside of a Planned Parenthood praying for him, preaching, uh, reading scripture there. And a young man comes up and he starts to go in. And of course, he's not going in to go get an abortion. He's going in. Uh, to, for probably an STD test is, is what he was going in for. And I look at him and I say, hey, and he was a pretty big guy. I said, don't you know they murder babies there? And he comes over and he goes, what? They murder babies? Here? Like he, he actually didn't know. Yeah. Um, and, and so I was able to give him some information to go to uh, a, a, an alternative place where it also does STD testing. Uh, now, of course, what would be best is that he would save himself for marriage. That would have been the best thing. Um, but there was a place where, where I was able to send him where he could get it for free uh, and go ahead and get counseling that he needed there with that. And, mm. and so some people don't know. So if you're in that group that you don't know, let me just tell it to you like it is Planned Parenthood murders babies. That's and right. So uh, when I'm looking over this list, um, Kyle, what different denominations are all listed here? Well, and that's one thing to to note about this, and you'll see it as soon as I start mentioning the denominations. We've got United Methodists, we've got Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, we've got the Reformed Church in America, the Presbyterian Church in the USA, uh, the Disciples of Christ, the American Baptist uh, Convention, and a few others. And you notice that it's pretty much the... Uh, the who's who of liberal mainline Protestants. Right. So that might seem like, well, why are we bringing up these denominations? Don't we already know that those ones are bad? Aren't we about trying to protect the infiltration into the conservative Christian sphere? Yeah, well, well, I mean, we are. That's, that's, that's definitely true. We are undoubtedly here to protect the infiltration of the Christian sphere. But it's also one of those things where there's a lot of times people see a Christian veneer on something. Mm-hmm. And they end up start compromising. In fact, I, I remember talking to a family, and, and I was about nineteen uh, twenty. Well, I might have been a little bit older than that. Actually, I think it's about 23. Now that I think about the age of their, their son. Um, and their son was, they're about to send him off to a, a, a liberal Christian college, one that would be very much in line with, with, with this. Uh, it was, 
trying to think of the name of it. Um, it's, it's up in Orange City, Iowa. And I, uh, Northwestern, that's what, what it is, Northwestern. And, and they were sending him there because he was uh, a, a star runner. And so he got some scholarships to go there. And, and they had, they, for their first two children, they had really taken a hard stand on, you, you have to, you, you know, go to a Christian college, a true conservative Christian college that they had to go and uh, really be conservative. And they started justifying this, that their son could go there because, yeah, it's not the Christian college they would like, but it, it, it's still a Christian college. Halfway mm. through the semester, uh, this th- this young man came back with a pride sticker on his uh, on, on his water bottle and was arguing with his parents that evolution was really how the world came into existence. Mm. It wasn't, it wasn't through God. It, it was through evolution. And, and I had warned them before going there saying, look, it's better if you send them to a secular college, because then yeah. at least in a secular college, you have this line where you go, I know those people are wrong. Yeah. The problem is, yeah. is with this Christian veneer, it really confuses the young minds. Yeah. That's exactly right. That's, that's exactly what it does. I mean, and the devil, if you think about it this way, the devil wants nothing more than to steal God's sheep. That's what he, uh, that's what he thrives on. And so this is one of the most effective ways, I think, unfortunately, of doing that is infiltrating the schools. And these schools have been infiltrated for a long time. Now, I have to issue a slight correction here. It's, it's actually more than the 23 Christian colleges, um, supposedly Christian colleges. It was 69. Christian colleges and universities with confirmed ties to Planned Parenthood. Um, that is an incredible amount. That is 69 different schools. That means wow. that there are thousands and thousands and thousands of students who are going to these places. They're giving money to institutions that support yeah. baby murder. I mean, if you if you think about it this way, what if it was 69 Christian colleges that supported um just a uh, regular old s- serial killing. <laughs> you know, we would respond to that with shock and horror. But for some reason, I think that oftentimes when it comes to abortion, our culture has has degraded the issue to the point where people just kind of shrug their shoulders. Well, we as Christians are called not to shrug our shoulders. We're called to treat every single life, especially the lives of the unborn, as just as important as other people's lives because they are also made in the image of God. Um, every single one from conception until death is made in the image of God. This is something that is very, Amen. very important for us to recognize all of these denominations. Um, it, it's really important for us to also note this. Not everybody knows that they're a liberal denominations. Some people haven't been to a church in a long time and they're looking to get back into church. Um, and they might be in a United Methodist church, or they might be in an evangelical Lutheran church in America church. They might be in a uh, a Presbyterian USA church, not really realizing um, that they're not teaching biblical truth anymore. And so it is really, really important that we mark these uh, denominations for their support of this and tell people this is not the sort of church that you want to be a part of. Right. And, you know, this 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 is really important to to point out because this is, as Kyle pointed out, this is low hanging fruit. And as, as Micah pointed out, th- these are the types of churches, these are the types of schools that you don't want to be associated with because they're, they're not saved. They, they right. are, uh, they're, they're, they're stones in the love feast, uh, as what, mm. it, what it calls it in, in Jude. They're, 
uh, clouds mm. without rain. They're, um, they're really apostate uh, within the church. They're gone and they've gone away from uh, all fundamentals in, in biblical Christianity. And this is important for us to understand that they've, they've gone the wrong way. And of course, many of them have done this because of money. Uh, in, in wanting money, but a lot of them also have done this just simply because they're ideologically evil. And mm-hmm. uh, this this really does show in the support of uh, Planned Parenthood because, number one, Planned Parenthood makes money off of abortions. And, you know, there's this big thing where they say like 97% of uh, what Planned Parenthood does isn't abortions. Well, the, uh, I always like to ask this question when somebody brings that up, then why are Planned Parenthood <clears throat> shutting down? in places where abortions are being uh, restricted the heaviest or even taken Good away. Question. It, it, it's because Planned Parenthood, their, their business is abortion. Uh, yep, they they get right. paid to murder babies. They're, 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 this is an assassin's club, really, is what uh, uh, Planned Parenthood is. And what's, <sighs> what's really sad about this then is that they don't just do this. If you really spend time at Planned Parenthood, if you spend time in front of Planned Parenthood praying and things like that, you come to realize it's not just merely that they're, oh, they're about the money and they're willing to do whatever they want. There is really a demonic presence. There really is a demonic spirit that's going on about this. I mean, I, I've seen some of the most bizarre things uh, standing outside of Planned Parenthood. I, I believe you're there with me, Pastor Micah, when uh, somebody came driving down and they yelled out, I, hmm. uh, I, I killed my baby and I ate it. Yeah. Um, so, something something it was, to that effect. I mean, it was it was bizarre. It was horrifying, uh, really, and it just shows the depravity of the mind that is that that does this sort of thing. It's incredible. Right. I mean, murder has become something in our in our nation that is thought of as a right, and it, you just it, it is so far removed from the biblical standard, which is that God has created every human being um, with inherent value that He gives to them um, as a result of their being made in His image. And the people who reject that, ultimately, they show their true colors in, in instances like that, um, where they're really just revealing deep down what every person who gets abortion, uh, who, who gets an abortion, supports abortion, performs an abortion. This is deep down really what's at, at the heart of it. And it is a, a hatred for God, and it's a hatred for other people. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. It, it it really is incredible. And you've got these schools that what they're doing is they are going and they're borrowing the name of Christ. Mm-hmm. And then with that, they're using the name of Christ to go and to promote this awful, wretched evil. And so you do need to be aware that they're doing this. And you need to go and to push against this, stand against this. And if you're part of a church that is associated with these schools, you need to go and talk to your pastor about it. And you need to go and tell them, hey, either I'm leaving this church or this church is condemning this publicly. That's That's really what you need to do uh, with this because, I mean, this is blatant evil. Now, we have just a yeah. little bit of time left, and so I want to ask both Kyle and Micah, both of you guys, uh, about this. What are some of the dangers that you see 
about people sending their, their children to a school that has a Christian veneer, but really a demonic heart. What are some of the dangers that you see in this, Kyle? I mean, the dangers that I see is they end up like my sister who went to a liberal leaning Christian university. And then that was part of her journey out of Christianity. Uh, they end up like so many of my friends that, you know, went to a Christian high school. And so Christian colleges were advertised heavily. And the one that had the most direct relationship was very liberal. And not a single one of those is even claiming to be a Christian or at best is a very liberal progressive Christian. Uh, it has an effect, you know, education isn't neutral. And I know, I, I mean, I've heard this, I heard this from my classmates. I heard this at my church. I heard this so many places from parents of, of, you know, friends of mine back in the day. Well, we'd rather you go to a Christian university than a secular one. And specifically in reference to a bad Christian university, but folks, that's not okay. That's not good because mm -hmm. the same sort of defenses that might exist on a secular campus don't exist on a quote unquote Christian campus. Uh, campus ministries don't exist there. Evangelism uh, of these students doesn't exist there. All these other groups don't exist there. That's they're right. much more controlled, much less open. And in that, they're able to push their ideologies shockingly more so than a regular secular leftist university. Now, I wouldn't send my kid to a secular university either. Uh, and the last comment I'll make on that is just why this is important is because beyond everything that we've already mentioned, because this is where all the woke universities are heading, all the woke quote, conservative Christian universities that we've warned about and are continuing to warn about, this is the direction that they're heading. And they're already starting to make some of these compromises. That's, uh, right. that's where we're seeing the fracturing of what it means to be pro-life into being this whole life pro-life or uh, diminishing, you know, starting to make exceptions for abortion. And uh, very, very quick thing. If you think it's just this list, which we'll have, if you go on to YouTube, if you go into any place that you can find us and you uh, find this episode, we'll have the link to the, the information. So you can go look at these yourself. Uh, but a lot of people still consider this a heavily conservative university, but Baylor is on the list. Baylor, mm -hmm. gigantic, and they are heavily compromised on abortion at this point. And again, you can go look at that for yourself. Yeah, and I'll just add one quick thing there. Um, even if you are certain that your child has been raised properly, that you've done everything in your power to, to raise them within um, the confines of what the Bible says, um, mm -hmm. The reality is this, there's going to be temptations all along the way, and you don't want to put your child in the position of being in temptation. 
Um, Amen. God provides a way out. Absolutely. There, there's always a way out of temptation, but you don't want to go and actively put yourself into it. It would be like, no, um, it, 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 it would just be like putting yourself in a, in a situation of temptation. Well, you know that putting yourself in the situation of temptation is a bad thing to do. Why would you do it to your children? Um, yeah, that's, that's right. That's it, it's just really key that if you love your children, then you're going to want to protect them from these things. And yes, they've got to experience the real world. Um, but that doesn't mean that they have to be put into situations where they are tempted to sin and fall away from God. It just, Amen. it doesn't. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's all we have time for today. So thank you for listening to Wokipedia Radio. And remember, Wokipedia Radio is sponsored by Equipping the Persecuted. Also, I know many of you are curious about uh, how our contest went of who the favorite host was and emailing that. I won in overwhelming odds, mostly because I just kept emailing. But you need to go ahead and subscribe to us on all the places that you can subscribe to us. Give us five-star review and contact us at contactwokipedia at gmail.com. Thank you for listening today and keep standing for the truth.